Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Yeah! We in this Mogwai! Are we in this Mogwai together, brother? A lot of stuff going on back there. Are we on? Are we live on air? Yeah, we got it. You sure, baby? Don't tell me we're not and we're not. Because when we go to Jabe's single, it's going to be all worth it. It's going to be all worth it. Where are you at, Jabe's? Is it on me? Is it on? There it is. Beautiful. She's gorgeous. You have to really try to make yourself look ugly. You were framed in uh, in one of our bedrooms there. That's nice. That's real nice. I am. This is the previous studio, <laughs> and it has to go back and forth depending on who's staying over. So That's here right. we are. That's right. Uh, and Gmaw's I'm in town. on a regular Zoom, so you, you look, know what I mean? You look great, and it, you keep looking better in these places and scenarios, and I'm starting to get pissed off about it. Well, I, you know, I'm just a genius with lighting and, um, so that's a regular zoom with no nothing. Yeah. So this is the camera from my computer Uh on zoom with a audio interface and two lights. Okay. You look amazing. So why do I even need to bring a camera home tomorrow? Like this is crazy. Um, because then when you, I, I don't know if it will be up to your standards. Maybe it's just me at this point where I'm just like, you're too hot and I'm, I'm, I'm just having a hard time keeping up. I, I blame That's Apple, not Ross. it. Apple doesn't make a, a camera big enough for a man of your stature and your size. They don't. And they want, it's for the simps. It, it, it's, a, it's a conspiracy. Yeah. It really is. Um, but uh, here's what I love. Like, the more and more live shows we, we do, because you were, you were on the last one uh, in Dallas on Friday at Craft and Growler. Shout yeah. out to those guys for, uh, for having us. It was a blast. Um, 
everybody says the same thing when they meet me in real life. They're like, Jesus Christ, like you're a huge person. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't lying about that on the show. And yeah. I'm, I'm always taller than everybody. And I, I usually hunch down in pictures. So that way I'm on their eye line and it, it doesn't look like a giraffe who's just kind of like above them in some sure. creepy, weird lurch photo. I don't want to look like Baron Trump is what I'm saying in photos. Gotcha. So I'll Got usually you. crunch down to their level. Um, but that was a blast on, uh, on Friday. Thanks for having us at craft and growler. Dude, I love that place. I know. Uh, I think we need to go back there more for live shows. I don't know how it was for you guys, but it was enough room. There was so many people there and everyone could fit and still have like room to move around. The sound was good. Like that was a good, uh, everything. It looked, it looked great. And, uh, their beer is really good, man. So we'll, Cause we try to go to places that we actually like the beer. Um, so that's why we went back there. Cause we did a live show there maybe two and a half years ago. Oh, okay. Love the beer there. So I was like, all right, great. And everybody else liked it. And it's a kind of an intimate setting where it felt like, it feels like cheers where you go in, people are sitting at the bar, you know, they'll kind of turn around on their bar stools and watch you. And the food is fucking awesome. No, man. Dude. I, I was, I'm, I'm super stoked on Crafts and Growler. And, and again, thanks for having us. But, and we will be back for sure. Anytime we go to Dallas, we will shoot there, um, which will probably be a lot now that things are starting to snap back into action. Um, we, you and I went to the Rangers game on Friday night. I uh, went to that new ballpark there. Beautiful ballpark. Not psyched with the new rules that are going on in, in, in certain stadiums, that stadium being one of them. That was the first time that I'd been to a stadium that was a non-Super Bowl game because you're worried about, or, or where the president isn't there, where they make you put all of your belongings, if you're a woman, in a tiny right. pouch that is clear to walk in where it's like, look, man, all of us have either are married or have dated women in the past you guys require a lot of makeup, tampons, whatever, it, whatever the things are Here's the you thing. need to get through Here's the day. Here's the secret. Yeah. Here's the secret. We don't. Like, the things that I was trying to get in, just because it was in my bag, were completely useless, right? It's like one Q-tip and, like, some receipts and, like, empty pill bottle and, like, you know, really, when I pared it down and put it in my pocket, we don't need those bags. It's just makes us feel like good to have them. Like you never know when you need a sewing needle, you know what I mean? And thread. Right. But, but it has happened. Like there's been a million times where I've asked you for something random out somewhere and then you you have have it. it. Yes. You have it in your purse. And and as a dude, sometimes we rely on, on you guys to be like, all right, Hey, can you take this or this or this? And then you're like, yeah, I get a purse and it's, it's easy for the both of us. Um, Whereas like Chuck Liddell, for example, where's a fanny pack everywhere and somebody, there was a bunch of comments. They were like, hey, dude, is Chuck Liddell wearing a fanny pack? And I go, yeah, yeah, he is. Um, uh, there's someone else in our studio that wears a fanny pack. Well, that's and Giorgio. It's amazing. And it's more of a femme vibe from him. But It's more of a I satchel. think it's a fighter thing. <laughs> I just like a nice over shoulder Ross, a little man bag. I don't, know. I don't yeah. mind that either. I used to, I used to have one as well because you know you travel with a laptop or whatever it is. I just, I've resorted back to a backpack from high school. Were you a messenger bag guy, like a leather one? Uh, yes, yes. So, so oh, I used to have one because, uh, nice. well, I mean, you know, look, I lived up to the hype of like, he had a writing phone in New York clip in too, Giorgio. Fits in right on the nice had a phone clip. shirt. Yeah, he had a, had a phone, phone clip. clip. Yep. 
and he would spin his phone around on the clip like to impress people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I wanted to be used. Like I would try to do that at home by myself, and I'd end up like throwing my phone against the wall and breaking it. Yeah, true story. I know. Yeah. Uh, Craigers is saying uh, he's here's fifteen because Papa G deserves a pay raise. He got one actually. So I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And uh, uh, he's all, paying me exclusively in Doge. Everybody here got one. So um, the the company's been doing well. We're really stoked for the people we've brought on, and, and so far, so good, man. Um, it's been a it's been a good. Oh year. wait, you gave him Doge, Dogecoin? No, but we we have discussed in all sincerity. Ish. Having our own coin, Jesse. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. We're looking into it. We, so we're looking into it. I, I will say this live on air. That way, it is locked in because we've getting. We're going to talk about this later on Drinking Bros today about getting fucked over by, uh, like that narco show. Mm -hmm. Um. I will say this. I will put a contract in place and for real. Like, so if you guys are able to create that coin, we have a title for it that we like. Mm -hmm. um, I will take this out, get an operating agreement. You, you guys can have. We'll split it up equally between the five of us here and 20% uh, and apiece. I don't know that the back end of that and how to do it, but I'm in. Let us know in the comments if you would uh, like a Drinking Bros coin. Uh, from us or a tether ball coin. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Play yeah, on yeah, tether, yeah. the the coin that's out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, let us know, and uh, maybe that'll get us a little energized to make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're having a hard time buying Cum Rocket right now. Cum Rocket is through the roof. Yeah. It's, it's another coin, Jesse, that's exploding right now. So, uh, pun intended, obviously. What is life? Pun intended. You know? um, but you know, uh, Chuck thought I was wearing this fanny pack. Uh, but it's so manly and he's so dudeish. You're like, oh fuck! I almost want that badass fanny pack. But let's face it, it's hard to pull off unless you're Chuck Liddell. You guys, can you imagine Ross with a fanny no, pack? No, dude. No, no. Oh, no. It'd be amazing. Yeah, I, I probably can't do that, right? You don't, you don't Maybe that? a baggy wrestler pant. I, look, I don't. There's there, you've got to be honest as a man of what you can pull off and what you can't pull off. Fanny pack is a little out of my realm. Ross, I, I, you want to think you're that cool, but it's like, dude, you're not. I'm not that cool to pull off a fanny you're pack. You're not walking around the zoo with a fucking fanny pack, pulling out wet wipes and wiping your kids down and shit? No, because uh, we'll wear a, like, we have this little uh, designer diaper backpack. Get ready, Bob, because you're going to have one too, bro. Um, oh, yeah. The, the gray one. And uh, it's a fun, flirty thing, but it looks nice. And you're like, all right, great. And it, it gives you some of your manhood back. On the opposite side for women, like Jesse has refused to get like a minivan or something in this life. She's like, dude, I want to look sweet. So she'll have like a murdered out Tahoe or what's the new one? The it's Sequoia? super lifted. Yes. And to get my babies in there, I literally pull my back and neck out every time. But it's fucking worth it. Yeah. Um, We rage against the minivan. It's so stupid because it's the easiest. Like if you have kids. Mm -hmm. There is no reason why you shouldn't have a minivan. It makes it so much easier. It's lower to the ground. Yep. The doors open by themselves. The kids walk in. Functionality-wise, I refuse. Yeah, we we get them. We get them a lot for production whenever we travel to these cities because there there is no easier option than a minivan, especially the one with the doors that slide open. And it's great. However, as a mom who wants to be cool, you don't want to be in line. You want to be like, hey, dude, I'm also a mom, but you know, I may do coke occasionally. You need to, if you're going to do that and you still want your SUV, there's a more ignorant way to achieve what you just said about the minivan. And to achieve it, you, you get even more ignorant than um, just your jacked up Tahoe or whatever. 
you got to get hydraulics on it. Oh well, so you can get it lower to the low to the ground, so the kids can walk in. I, I, I that's, actually, that's that's racist, Bob. I actually looked at one of those. They're so fucking expensive. You can drop it down like from nine inches lift to one inch lift, Jesse. This is a, this is a true story. I I inquired about it. My God, man, it was. Exp- I I think that truck was ninety two thousand dollars, and I was like, there's there's not a world that I'm spending that kind of money on a. I mean, on that's a car. that's just. Endless content, though. That's endless mom tent. It is. is a fucking yeah. Jesse, you would have looked fucking hilarious in this thing. It's this monster pickup truck. And, and I was like, I, I looked at this guy and I go, bro, I, I love you that you're even trying to pimp this. And I'm sure that's a fucking huge commission on a $93,000 pickup truck. But I was like, I don't see a purpose in this life unless I was single or didn't have kids or whatever it is. Like what the purpose would be behind it. And he goes, oh, with kids, it's great. <laughs> It drops. It's their hydraulics. It drops down from a nine-inch lift that was a nine-inch lift on there, down to one. You just press this button, and he goes, "That's why this costs so much." He goes, "The car is just your basic, like, uh, I think you said a Ford F one fifty XLT." And I was like, "Oh, shit! Yeah, the base of those things is like forty-five grand." And I was like, "That's what the rest of this shit is for." Yeah, me rolling up in the school line with my little bit lifted black on black on black. <laughs> SUV with like crazy tires um, is about as far as I could go. I don't know if I could pull up, get out of the car, you know what I mean? Like lower it down as the teacher's bringing them out. I don't know if I can do it, but. That's all you would hear is as the kids get out of the car and it was like, oh shit, dude. Oh, I do it one shit. time for premium content, and then I'd have to give it back. <laughs> what about an old school station wagon? <laughs> oh, dude, you know, well, you we, know I want that. That we looked yeah. into actually. So we wanted the the Griswold one, the green one with the wood paneling and all the that wagon shit. master. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the crazy thing about those is that they're the the market for those, the aftermarket because of hipsters. They're fucking expensive to get them like nice and dialed in. Well, here's why: is that back, that third row is facing outward the other way. Right. You put the kids back there, and then you can still do hand stuff in the front seat and do a little little nasal action. The problem on the way is home. if you get hit from behind on the way home, your kids die on impact, and that's that's because they're facing the car that's driving straight at them, and it's it's not a good idea. They see death coming. Yes, I mean they literally. Oh God. See- <laughs> Young Spartans. <laughs> oh, that God. should be their new slogan, okay. dude, for the Wagoneer. They see death see coming. Death coming. Have yeah, your like kids that. see death coming. Um, so we don't do that. Uh, fanny pack's a little hard to pull off. I had to go back to the car for the Rangers game, put your purse back in there, come back inside. And then they had a bunch of weird, like, COVID shaming in there where they didn't, they told you to wear a mask on the way in. You could take it off once you got in. And then they put old people at every single uh, seat. So every single aisle where you go into your seats or whatever, we were sitting in, even in the suites, we were sitting in a suite. It is a 78 year old woman who is sitting in a chair and all they do is hold up a sign that just says, please wear your mask. Yeah. And, you and if you're not so wearing awful. your mask, <laughs> they wave it in your face. Yeah. They go like this. Hey, Hey, please wear your mask. Yeah. We said that yesterday. They put them out there. Cause it's like you, Hey, you have to look at what you're going to kill. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, yeah. And look, yeah, I felt bad about it, but I didn't definitely didn't put a mask. Not, not bad enough to put a mask back on, I'll tell you that. So it is what it is. Uh, Seabrad81 saying, Buy, I just bought a bar of Dr. Squatch. It's the greatest fucking soap on the planet. DSC Drinking Bros for 20% off that shit. 
I that is the that has changed my life, dude. I've been super grateful living out of these hotels, and we're almost near the finish line on this June first. Uh, looks like we'll be moved back in here in Austin, Texas. So, uh, it, four months of this is a lot, and and we're yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yep. Four months of of that, um, but then Saturday night we went to the Canelo fight, which was a blast. Yes. No mask in sight. 75,000 people in attendance, no mask. That was amazing. And uh, it's just to see that many people happy. You felt like you were at a real stadium, same as the Kentucky Derby, where you're just like, all right, great. I feel like I'm back. We're all back. Then you walk outside of that that shit, and then you go to, you know, bars and restaurants are closed at midnight, or some of them are shut down altogether, and everybody's still wearing masks and afraid. And you're like, what the fuck, man? I just did an event with 75,000 people. Strange, yeah, yeah. strange. Um, and then, uh, and then Monday morning popped up. We found out the horse popped positive for steroids, and they put Daddy's picture on the front page Was of the New York Times. Steroids or anti-inflammatories? I, I this story's gotten so crazy that it's like it's gotten down to the trainer saying, uh, "What was it? One of the." The guys in the stable pissed on the, the hay. Fl- the fluffer was doing uh, Robitussin, and he was robo-chipping and peed on the hay. And peed on the hay, and then the horse ate the hay, and that's why he had a positive test. I find the horse was friends with Dennis Rodman, and they were out partying two weeks before, and I think that codeine takes a little time to get out of your system. So. Well, here's what we keep getting, because I forgot we, t- we did it, jokingly did it, a Drinking Bros episode about this week before. We knew we had box seats on the finish line, right? And we're on the track. Like, I could, I could punch the horse right in the face. We're right there on the rail. We joked about putting cocaine down so my horse yes. would win. And I've gotten endless DMs about that of, like, did you guys have something to do with this? And I'm like, no, we did not. Um, but, but this story is so wild that, you know, uh, that, that picture they used yesterday in the New York Times, um, I did post for that one. So the, the other one was genuine. I didn't know there was a photographer there when we won. But the other one, after I won... Uh, the photographer came up to me and he said, hey, did you win this race? And did you win a lot of money? I said, yes. And he goes, would you mind posing with the ticket? So I remember taking that one. Um, one thing I will say is my hands are, I have tiny hands. I have small hands for a man my size. I would do, not do well in the NFL combine or the draft. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm, I'm a giant man with smaller sure. hands. Daintier fingers, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They had to stretch that out. And everybody's like, hey, man, you're, you have these sausage fingers. You're going to die. And I was like... No, no, they had to pan in on the ticket to show how, how much I had bet on it, you know, and what the winning amount was. But uh, real life, like, these, these hands would be terrible at the NFL Combine. I could never be a quarterback in the NFL. Whereas my son, on the other hand, Jesus Christ, I, he's got bigger hands than I do at two years old right now. And uh, yeah. he's a monster. Um, but it's, uh, I was not expecting that weird set of circumstances, and it was really hilarious, and we were able to premium content we were able to pop it up everywhere but what are the chances yeah. that that guy you remember that guy asking for that photo and i was like yeah yeah and i remember thinking what's he gonna do what are we gonna do with this yeah and then all of a sudden is it just the ticket <laughs> like you don't really know you're like okay did he tell you he was from reuters uh did he say where he was from at all yeah they they, they said where they were from but um there was a lot of after the race there's so many photographers down there on the track that you know, a bunch of people were coming up and taking pictures, like because Dan's outfit was crazy and awesome, and uh, so was his girlfriend and stuff. So like, you know, and and but you also don't really care, and and you're just like, all right, great. So when that popped up yesterday, it's really really funny, and I got endless laughs and entertainment out of that. 
and no. I do what not happens with that, back. though? So you don't have to give the money back. Um, they will strip the trainer. He will more than likely have to pay for give the, what the, the money back. What happens to second place, though? I think it was Mandolin or something Mandalo- like this. Mandolin or whatever. Um, to my knowledge, I think if you still have a hard ticket in Vegas, you'll be able to go back and do something with it. If not, you're boned on that. But, uh, yeah, it's it's... It's an odd thing that hasn't happened since 1968, so I, no one really knows. Yeah, the idea that people are like, oh, are they going to get the money back? It's like, <laughs> I fucking cash that shit. Try and get it back. Do you know what I'm saying? Who, who still has it sitting somewhere? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That they could even, it, it's just laughable. Yeah. Like, people yeah. are like, oh, oh, God. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> do you understand how cash works? Like, A stripper now we, has that money. Yes. Right. Well, like, not ours. I, we were with couples, but uh, yeah, I, you know, no, that money is in the bank. You cashed it. You went to just put it in the ATM. Like we just put it immediately. Right, right immediately. Like yeah, it's gone. Um, no. It's not like I went to, yeah, go to a strip. You would have, Giorgio. Every cent of that money would have been gone if you would have won that. I'm a man of the people, Ross. I like to share. <laughs> the good thing happens to me, I pass it along. I, t- I took everybody out to dinner. That night, and uh, we enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. We ate like kings, and uh, and it was great. It was very, very great. It was. Um, was there Giorgio? Were you a bar? strip club guy? <laughs> At one point in my life, possibly, but uh, I respect mm. women now, and so it's more. I'm more of a exotic dancer fan. You you, know? you look like you would have been a great DJ at a strip club. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. actually my best friend in college. Was it? Was it really? Yeah. yeah At we, Vogue or not Club Vogue? Yeah, Club Vogue. Yeah. And then yeah. and then Rumors was the was the one he got buzzed into. Okay. Yeah, I, our a good friend of ours, Charlie Classic. He was a fucking DJ at strip clubs for what twenty years. I mean, it was, yeah. a, it was a long fucking time. Uh, Wasn't Eddie Bravo a strip club DJ too? I believe so. And both of them are off the fucking rails. Like you, you just can't do that job and become a normal person later on in life. I love Charlie, by the way, um, but he's crazy as shit. And it's like you want to be Howard Stern, but you're not quite there. It's yet. not. It's not that. Um, it's just. I, I think you saw too much, too young. It's too, it's all too much. Uh, and if, if you have to do that night after night, because he did it. Every night for I, I mean it was something crazy like ten years or something. I think it's true of anything, right? If you let if you get let behind the curtain of anything, mm-hmm. it kind of like loses its magic. What's harder on your brain, ten years in the NFL or ten years at a strip club? What position Ooh. at the strip club? That's the real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what position at the strip club? Yeah, Lamo. like the strippers and the door guys are probably just like I can't fucking do this anymore. But about like, my knees. but yeah. the bartender, he, the cook is the, the. I don't even know what the cook is. It's a, What's the fry I, cook? Yeah, yeah the, the fry, fry cook. cook has the hardest time. Yeah, because yeah. no, no one he, will ever talk to him. No one will ever touch no. him. No. You just get yeah. Well, that's true. He's like he's like the servant boy of the strip club. He's like, using people his own go money. for the buffet. Yeah, you know? he's using his own money to fuck the girls afterward. Please, can we? I'll just give you fucking money. And that's how they keep him in his job. Yep. The GM like floats yep. him two weeks' pay each time, and Every he's already spent that. Time. So it's gone. Every time. I, 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 and yes, the the allure is gone of shit like that. I mean, I did that uh, Playboy radio. I talked about um, before where, you know, it's just a bunch of people buck naked walking around. I was asking Dan Cummins because he hosted the show. I was like, how do you do this all the time? And he goes, you become numb to it. And at a certain point, it's just like you can smell the tans and the things and all these people that you thought were great or not. Because we've never met one porn star behind the scenes that was actually attractive. Like without all that bullshit on, like they're fucking disgusting. I kind of think Katie Cush is cute. Yeah, yes, but like a... 
Like she's not all like totally fake porn starred out. Right. Like she's sort of just like a cute girl. That yeah. Says anal. Nothing better than that, right? <laughs> so we call the whole package. <laughs> I just yeah, you just want a good Midwestern girl with a asshole that's right? open for business. Oh yeah. boy. Stretched yeah. out butthole right how to keep a marriage right bob going. is that what you were trying to say a gaping asshole yes. bob okay then. yeah gaping, gaping at, are you talking about gaping a gaper a gaper yeah like kind of like uh almost like it looks like it's breathing like the sarlacc in the desert in star war you can kind of just see it going yeah, in the, the distance yeah, yeah. the yeah. winky yeah the winky, the winky face <laughs> rob has just now let look. us all into his bedroom yeah who do we have uh, uh michio kaku on um it kind of looked like that black hole that was behind him on the screen that day for uh drinking bros yeah, uh, but yeah, I, look, uh, weird world. I, I don't, I don't. You're not going to be fucking normal from something like that. Speaking of uh, beautiful dumpers, though, uh, Japes, your top five in the world dump truck asses, uh, best in the biz. One of the very, Me? very yes, yes, one of the very best in the biz. Also in that top five, though, is uh, is Jennifer Lopez, and yes. my man, he's back, baby. Yep. <laughs> Recycle season. Recycle, Recycle season. Recycle season, dude. We just talked about it. Um, now Benifer is back, dude. They're on vacation together. Come on. Now, look, I hate Jennifer Lopez, and I've been very public about that. However, her with Ben Affleck, he was the only one to get her to break out of that stupid shit and go gambling in Vegas and do a bunch of fucked up shit because her mom smokes fucking heaters and gambles all night, too. So, but J-Lo didn't do it. She didn't do it, but at least he had a buddy, right? So maybe they would have a dinner around 5, probably fuck her around 6 or 7, and then she'd be like, dude, I've got to get maybe. 19 hours yeah. of sleep. Why don't you go with my mom to the casinos and party? And he was just like, yes, let's get loose together. And they would do that shit all the time in Vegas. There's an infamous so then, story where she won a million dollars on slots, the mom did, when they were together. And he's just like trashed looking. Um, right at the table, yeah. there's many like surveillance of him just like trashed at a table. And believe me, like I said, I love to see it. I want endless mimosa Ben back. Yeah. Um, but the way I was thinking about it now is like, because she's so boring and doesn't do anything and doesn't drink or whatever, it does make sense for them now to be back together. Right. Yeah, I mean, look, if he truly is going to live that sober life and do all that shit, um, he's never going to stop. Not a fan of it. No, but yeah. me neither. But he's never going to stop smoking heaters and, uh, and gambling. So it's like you might as well kind of get the best of both worlds in that and then raise your profile a little bit uh, when movies come back and all that stuff. So it's a win-win for both right now. We'll see how long this lasts. But for now, uh, Affleck is back, baby. And then... Jay Garns, his wife, she got back together with, with her old flame as well. Mm-hmm. Recycle season's on, dude. It's on and popping. Um, I feel like there has to be more, but. Not, yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think. Bill Gates is probably getting back together with his with, high school. With Epstein? See you next, same time next year, girl. Yeah, with, he's getting back together with Epstein. He's going to try to find Epstein on that island who's still alive. That story's just taking a fucking weird turn, hasn't it? Kind of. Were you expecting that or yes or no? Was I what? She hired a, a, the divorce attorney when the Epstein news broke in, uh, in 2019. 
And that's when mm -hmm. she had started getting into it. Now all these stories are coming out about him having these fucking orgies and shit. Um, this was before when he was younger. Correct. But if he was doing that when he was younger and then he was hanging out with Epstein and all the other shits. Well, you know, he had a he had a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about the girlfriend, right? Yeah. So, Who we just met once a year. Yes. Yeah, they went on vacation. Yeah. 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 So we talked it's about this. It's the same time next year, girl. Yeah. And we talked about that. And she was cool with that. Like, I, I don't I'm assuming she knew about the Epstein shit and the other thing. But to what extent and what actually goes on there? Because I, I, I don't believe Melinda was down there. If she would have seen that, she'd be like, what the fuck is going on? No, we're not doing this bullshit. But, uh, you know, she cared about the foundation and uh, like a lot. Um, the embarrassment I think it's like with that, anything. It's with anything. When that Epstein stuff broke, anyone that had any ties to it in any way was like, oh, shit. And so whether she thought he was doing anything or whatever, she knew that there was documentation of them at least together, mm -hmm. right? I don't know if he went on the plane or whatever, but they at least had some kind of business dealings, business meetings, whatever it may be. And the, the timeline, and here's why I believe this one, that, that she hired the divorce attorney right around then. The timeline yes. fits up really, really well of, all right, I know about the fucking girlfriend that you've had for years and years and years. I've been cool with that. I know you're friends with Epstein, and now that all the shit has come out, I know what you were probably doing on those trips with him, and that's super fucked up. And to save face for myself and the foundation and everybody else, I should probably get out of this. I think why it was pulled back was he fucking hung him, or you know, he didn't kill himself, but somebody else killed him. And that's when they probably pulled back on, she probably pulled back on that, was just like, hey, we're safe. Let's give this story some time, because if you come out and say, I'm going to get a divorce right then, everybody would have said the same thing of like, dude, it's the Epstein thing. Like, we know what's going on. And Bill Gates and her would have gone through this vicious cycle of, uh, of, yeah. of news that would have been never ending. I think the, the smart play on all of this was, was waiting and doing exactly what they've, they've done right now. But, you know, now all these stories keep coming out every day. And, um, you know, the, the, the one who did his... Uh, biography here was saying that uh, he was notorious for throwing naked pool parties with strippers, uh, being a womanizer, um, and this is even after his future wife. So, this was after Melinda. Yeah, before and after. Uh, the Microsoft co-founder's wild lifestyle was well known among his inner circle, and the New York Times had a bunch of unflattering reports, um, and they they just continued to to spoon feed. Uh, these stories and uh there's a there's a book about it called you overdrive guys tell me, bill gates and the race to control cyberspace can you guys tell me how old he was um at that time how old was he when he married Mo melinda he was right around he was in his 30s so he was in his 30s so you know. this was like in his early 30s 20s kind of thing uh around that time i i, I, no, I was in his 40s Oh, he was. He was. Or he was thirty nine, I guess. So yeah, he was barely in his thirties. Yeah, yeah. When they got married. Yeah, January first, nineteen ninety four. Weird wedding date. Yeah. Huh. Why is that weird? Why is that weird? Just New Year's weird. Day. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Really? Oh, Bob, do man. they? Yeah, New Year's Eve. Dumb. New Year's Day. Get your fucking shit together. I don't know. That seems fucking weird. Dumb. Get your shit together. Um, from my understanding, these parties are when he was like young dude. Like, if you look at the pictures, like he's a young ass nerdy dude and 
I don't necessarily begrudge a young nerdy dude to like naked girls in a pool. What the fuck is the problem? I, I, I don't Honestly. either. So the problem that they're saying here is that he started dating Melinda uh, in 1988 and that his lifestyle continued all the way up until, you know, the engagement and marriage and all that other stuff. Uh, uh-huh. And um, it says when he was out of town, uh, his womanizing was well known and well reported. However, was he touching kids? Were, I, that's that remains to be seen. That footage exists somewhere down there, and he was definitely there. So where? Uh, Epstein Island. Is that confirmed that he was there? Uh, yeah, pull it, pull it up. But uh, there is numerous I don't know if it is, pictures of him yeah. and Epstein together. I would have a hard. I'd be hard pressed to believe no. But who knows? Who knows? Um, James, we got some sponsors who pay for this little show to be on the air. First and foremost is ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Dan, fake Dan got one today. Got a new ghostbed mattress. Did the pay as you go program. Smart. There's no interest on that. Walk out of there with a beautiful new mattress set for, you know, shit, man, 25, 30 bucks, somewhere in there. Uh, it's, it's the best in the biz. I am, I am trying to get the 3d, uh, matrix mattress as we speak, uh, just order the adjustable base. And, uh, I'm a gigantic, gigantic fan of their company. I think they're, they're actually the, one of the, the heads is, is coming in here. I'm going to pull them up on the show. Uh, make them do the fucking show with us on, on drinking bros. Uh, love their products. Uh, the beauty of it is all of the reviews on ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros are all listeners. So everybody who listens to the show, all the nooners, everybody, like, dude, it's, it's you guys who are writing these reviews. So it's not like some weird fake robot people with uh, an eggshell, you know, picture. Uh, it's actually you guys. Um, and again, best pillows, sheets, mattresses on the planet. Uh, and the, that 36-month pay-as-you-go, no interest program is, is as good as it gets. You can bundle all those deals together with that. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today get on it get on them deals it's the mattress of the future i don't i don't know what that means by the way i'm not sure what that means by the way uh no idea uh next up oof, one of my faves hellofresh.com forward slash revolution 12 now you're gonna use uh, hellofresh.com forward slash revolution 12 use the revolution 12 promo code for 12 free meals, including free shipping. They are literally giving you free food here. I don't know how it gets better than that in this life. Um, first of all, the food's amazing. Uh, the Gouda burgers are my end-all, be-all jam. Uh, but there's, there's meals for two. Um, Jesse and I have been on this tip for a very long time now. Uh, simply because we have kids who eat chicken tendies and chicken dinosaurs all day. Uh, they don't do any of the uh, the good stuff that we like to eat. So therefore, we order HelloFresh for ourselves, and uh, and we typically have that you know five or six nights a week. Now they're giving it away for free. It's all fresh ingredients. You make it in about twenty minutes, and you're good to go on this. Where it's 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 that easy, um, and it's some of the best food on the planet. Uh, and you can mix it up. So yeah, if you want Gouda burgers, if you want pasta, if you want salads, if you want chicken. Uh, all that stuff, they have it with the freshest ingredients on the planet. Um, it's, look, 
there's a reason why it's America's number one meal kits. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Revolution12 and use the code Revolution12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's it. HelloFresh.com slash Revolution12 and use Revolution12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping, uh, best in the biz. And th this is free. You just try the, try the meals. If you don't like them, then, you, you know, you don't have to do anything. If you love them, keep ordering them. But they're going to give you 12 free meals and free shipping. Uh, so it's great. America's number one meal kits. Uh, last but not least, StrikeForceEnergy.com. Uh, four amazing flavors. Tasty tiny little tin pouch. Rip it open and squeeze it into any liquid available. Uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com today and get yours. Uh, get it. Uh, pop it and you drank. Uh, StrikeForceEnergy.com. That promo code is REVOLUTION for 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world, by the way. So no, no matter where you're at, you can, you can get it. Uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Yeah, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just a little devil's advocate over here of like, we're not going to fucking drag up dudes being like, <laughs> you know, having naked girl pool parties as some in their 20s and 30s as a single or dating guy as something that is bad, right? Yes, uh, and, and I'm fine with all of it. He, he never went to Epstein's Island. Okay, he did. The, yeah, the flight log. There's no flight logs of it. Okay. So, okay. I mean, you know, I think a billionaire might be able to sneak onto an island. Well, he has but... his own jet, too, so he doesn't need Epstein's jet. It's to just say, like, this is uh, Reuters in general. It's just like yeah. there's no proof that he's ever been there. Right, right. Um, but, I mean, when you have your own jet, with the, like, you're the only one on your own flight log. So, uh, eh, who knows? Either way, I don't, don't, uh, don't care. Uh, as long as you weren't fucking kids. Like, we're all, we're all good in my book here. But, um, yeah, it's, it's weird with these dorky fucking little tech dudes. Like... You grow up and now you're fucking powerful as shit and you have more money than Christ. You can literally do and go wherever you want, buy whatever you want. Strange. Uh, the whole thing is strange. So, look, now he's going to be able to do whatever he wants at, what, 68 years old? Have yeah. fun, I guess. I don't, I don't know. What do, you, what do you say to that? Uh, shit. So she's going to get all of the money and that's, that's where probably a lot of NDAs there. A lot of NDAs there, and that's. You uh, think? I think they're just splitting it. Yeah. The only shitty thing is how much they're giving the kids. What is it like? Ten million each only. Oh, that's right. Because they set up that foundation where they're giving it away to the rest of the world, and you're like, what? No, Mom dude. gets 130 billion. Dad gets 130 billion. <laughs> kids get no more than 10 million. This is the real story, guys. The strippers in the pool. Have fucking fun, young nerdy Bill Gates. I don't give a fuck. This is weird. <laughs> like, honestly, it's sort of the thing where it's... Maybe they hate their kids. Who knows? Maybe they hate their kids. You know, I think a bigger story is just being horrible parents. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Right? Yeah, but I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> all these stories are kind of because we're all sort of split in the world it's like the new divide is do, are you for bill gates or against him right for whatever yeah. reason I, look i i'm not for him and so you could pull exactly I right so you could pull these life. things from wherever he used to have naked women in the pool yeah. when he was single yeah, who fucking cares <laughs> look 
apparently it was going on through marriage. I don't know, Jesse. Who cares? This is the New York Post, and this is what is happening right now. So you can buckle up or you cannot. Right. And also the New Fine. York Post, um, I want you to pull this article up, Bob. Uh, the New York Post posted this thing yesterday where everybody just came down on them. Like, what? When we do these Hollywood stories, and uh, there, there always seems to be a theme when an actor steps just a little bit outside of their comfort zone, Jabes. And they mm -hmm. use this phrase every single time. That person is unrecognizable in this role. You wouldn't believe what's the transformation of this. Yesterday it was Leonardo DiCaprio. And I want you to pull up this picture and put it on screen, Bob, because um, there it is right there. Yep. Yeah, right in the middle. You can pop that up on screen. He, I, he looks totally recognizable. I don't know if you can see this, Japes. Well, my facial recognition, as you know, is unparalleled, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So let's see. Um, the only way he would be oh. unrecognizable if, if, is if it was the chick. Like he was playing the chick in this. and then, then What are like, you talking about unrecognizable? I know. So people online were raging. They were like, hey, yeah, that's totally DiCaprio. I mean, he's playing an older man, and it looks like they've aged him a little bit with makeup and shit, but like in, in some gray in the hair and all that stuff, but like... It's that definitely looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, now, if he's playing the woman, congratulations. I was fooled. I was really fooled on that one. Um, right. and that would be great work. And with the CGI and everything we have now, that that's entirely possible that he's playing that woman as well. But I'm not right. sure. I'm not sure. Uh, but what I, what I am sure of is that he is completely recognizable. And people are like, are we seeing something different here? Uh. <laughs> yeah yeah have you ever seen leonardo dicaprio before because if you haven't he's unrecognizable to you i just if I'm... you've seen anything talk about he looks exactly like gilbert grape like the guy from gilbert grape grew up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the hair the everything yeah 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 I don't, I don't i don't get it uh what i am amped about though is that scorsese's making one more film at his age you start to count down whether or not this is going to be their last film. And I just want this one shot in the can and out to the world because it looks dope. It's got a weird title. Something Under the Flower Moon or something like that. Uh, and it's DiCaprio and uh, Jesse Plemons, who uh, we're big fans of, is the lead of that oh. movie. So this could be a banger. And uh, I'm excited about it because nobody's really making shit like this anymore. Um, yeah. And speaking of which, Jabes... Our prediction came true. No more Golden Globes. Canceled. Oh. Canceled. Good. Told you this was going to start happening. Um, Hollywood got too woke. The movies they're making that, are, that you're nominating and you're trying to be ethnically diverse and all this other shit. Nobody's seeing these movies. Um, and it's all become so boring and so PC at the hands of not, no one but themselves. I mean, they've truly eaten their own on this one. And congratulations, you, you wanted cancel culture. Now you're canceling your own culture. The Golden Globes is not coming back. Uh, NBC says they will not put it back on the network next year. Now what they're blaming this on is the... Hollywood Foreign Press Academy, not diversifying enough um, their, I don't know, voters or their board or whoever it is. It's always a weird organization because it's only made up of like 20 people. Now, like six of them are people of color. There aren't, you know, granted they're like Indian or, or you know, 
Spaniard or whatever you want to call it, and there's no blacks. But uh, in a, and here's the thing. Uh, hear me out on this one. In the countries that they're located in, I think I've said this before, there isn't a lot of black journalists. Um, they're going to put more in. And so after, immediately after this announcement, they announced like these sweeping changes and we're going to overhaul it and we hope to get it back on the air in 2023. You're not getting it back. Sorry. Uh, we're all done with that. And, uh, and that's kind of it. The ratings don't allow it. You can come out and say it's about race all you want and, and you're not diverse and everything else. You drew a seven in the ratings. Seven million people on a Sunday night on ABC. That is not good enough for advertisers to put that fucking bullshit on the air for three and a half hours. And the movies you're nominating, no one's ever seen. So it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. It's smart to get out now while you can and cancel these contracts and put it under the race card. But let's face it, it was all about the fucking ratings on this one. Yeah. I mean, th there's no way around it. And uh, you, you wanted all these things. You got all these things. And now you're going to lose your own award show. You know, shit, I remember as a kid hoping to go to, I, I, and I've been to one Golden Globes. It's a fucking blast. The parties are a blast. Everybody used to have fun. It's not like that anymore. Um, but, you know, as a kid, you hope to be nominated for something like that. So you sit at the table and drink the champagne with your cast, get drunk, say some fucking nasty shit to people. And you, you outwoke yourself and, and now it's gone. Like all the fun shit is now gone for you too. Like it, not, not only is it gone for the audience, but it's gone for you too. So fuck off with all of that. And like Mark Ruffalo's statement on this was just the dumbest bullshit I've ever read. I fucking hate Mark Ruffalo. Um, God, with such a fucking passion that is just so fierce. I know you loved him from that one movie. Say the name of it because I never remember it. You can count yep. on me, yep. but listen. You and Clayne, every single time. Um, but, but you can count on me. It was, because me and Clayne are real actors. Oh Do you understand that? Jesus Christ. We appreciate, no. Every um, time I bring up Mark Ruffalo. He has a TBI you, you, now. He's guys. just gone, he's gone off, the, off the rails. Yeah, so uh, who do you think was the first one to make a statement to the public um, after the Hollywood Golden Globes were canceled? Because of race. Uh, but yeah, because of race and, and gender equality or whatever the fuck it is they're, they're bitching about. Who do you think was the first one to make a statement? Um... Well, judging from this conversation, Mark Ruffalo? Great. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, that is correct. Um, now, who won a Golden Globe this last year and cried on camera about the pride of winning a Golden Globe with his children, his wife, uh, and everybody in the room? Yes. Who was it? Was it, uh, shit, was it Morgan Freeman? No, no, he's, he's dating his granddaughter, so she wasn't there. Um, oh, sh no, it was Mark Ruffalo. It was Mark Ruffalo. Yep. You can go and, yeah. and pull up the footage from three months ago. Just three months ago of Mark Ruffalo crying. <laughs> Amazing. What kids, was his statement, though? My, uh, pull up his Twitter. Bob, pull up Mark Ruffalo's Twitter. Because um, we all know what his fucking speech was. It was just like sappy yes. sap. We've got to heal, whatever, heal whatever, the world yeah. and uh, the presidents and, you know. Yeah. Uh, now is the time for healing and all this other shit. Uh, but you, it's the same board of, of directors that was on there before. If you felt this bad about it, why didn't you just leave? Like, I, hey, don't, don't, I don't want this Golden Globe anymore. 
Tom Cruise gave three of his Golden Globes back. Um, and I read an article yesterday that was really fucking funny about this. They were like, hey, if the Oscars would have gotten canceled, no one would give their fucking Oscar back. Not one single oh, person. Dude. Because that is number one in your obituary. Academy Award winner Tom Cruise is dead at the age of 63 or whatever it is. You know, I don't, shit, he's actually never won one. So, you know, I don't know, fucking Daniel Day-Lewis. He hasn't? TBL. No. No, he hasn't. He should have won for Magnolia. Yeah. Thread. Um, but he, really yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't, uh, he didn't win. Uh, DDL didn't win for the Thread movie. No, he won, he won for Lincoln, My Left Foot, uh, and There Will Be Blood. I'm a big DDL fan, brother. You don't, you don't test me on DDL in this bitch. Um, yeah, what was his uh, statement there, Bob? Can you pull it up? Yeah, it's a long one. Uh, pop it up on a, on a screen big enough so I can read it. Whoa, that's still... Uh, it is discouraging to see the Hollywood foreign press, which has gained prominence and profiles... Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me with this bullshit, Mark? I mean, fucking for real, dude. Uh, go, go ahead and read the rest of this, Bob. Make it make it quick here. I mean, blah blah blah. Uh, now is the time to step up and right the wrongs of the past. Honestly, as a recent winner of a Golden Globe, I cannot feel proud or happy about being a recipient of this award. Uh, our industry is embracing the opportunity for greater equality in this beautiful moment. It is not perfect and long overdue, but it is clear we, what must happen now. The justice movement capitalized. Uh, I don't, but I don't think that that's a capital. Uh, a proper noun um, is offering. Oh, did you just fucking spell check Ruffalo and shit on him? I like it. I like yeah. it too. I like it. He said, "Hurry this up, Bob." <laughs> yeah, uh, offering all of us that at Huffa and every other entertainment entity a good way forward. We should all follow suit. It is our audiences and our highest sense of decency that we are ultimately trying to serve with these changes. They are both deserving. Yeah, we must do, but you must do better. Um, is what he also posted and. Uh, did you give that you award back, Mark? played the Hulk, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and I like him as the Hulk. Just mm -hmm. want to throw that I out. Sure. I hate him as the Hulk. He's too gimpy to be the fucking Hulk, dude. Well, Bruce Banner's kind of a gimp, right? I don't know, man. If I, when you go back and watch those old episodes, remember the TV show? Which is still the greatest. Well, Marvel, that Marvel bullshit can fuck off compared to the original TV show of the Hulk. Lou Ferrigno or die. Yes. Well, Lou Ferrigno is Ferrigno a monster. Ferrigno for life, dude. Yeah, but that's a real fucking human who's a goddamn Hulk. I loved him. But the guy who played him, I don't know his name, who played David Banner, pimp. Pull up. Uh, Rob, can you look it up? Yeah, pull, pull up the real David Banner. That guy's a pimp, not gimpy-ass Ruffalo. Hey, guys. Didn't he have the suicide with the butterfly doors? Isn't Yeah, David, that's David, David Banner. Banner. Yeah, David, David Banner, David Banner. But he named himself after this character in the Hulk. Bruce Banner. Oh, was it Bruce Banner? No, yeah. no, no, it's both. It's both. They changed, for the TV show, they changed it to David Banner. Gotcha. But Bruce Banner is the actual, yeah. like, Hulk. Stand. Don't you try to fuck me, dude. <laughs> James is sleeping. Pulls, I'm sorry, James. Yeah, are you guys? Hang sorry. on, pull up. Just pull up this pic real, real quick so Jabes can see it. I just, I want your honest opinion because you're a Mark Ruffalo fan. This is why I'm doing this. This guy versus Mark Ruffalo. Let me know when that pops up. No, I know okay. for, for her. She's on a little bit of a delay. Okay. This guy or Mark Ruffalo? Ruffalo? Yeah. Well, I like this guy. No shit. So do I. He's a pimp. Mark Ruffalo isn't. What are we, what are we doing here? Yeah, well, he's a daddy, right? Yes. So I'm into that. Yeah. 
That's a real man right there. Yeah. Uh, I would actually like to hear from someone who's like an up and coming actor that hasn't won any awards and isn't a fucking millionaire and doesn't have a Marvel movie and money. I want to hear from them how they feel about this shit, right? Uh, Donald Glover like, said something today. Oh, he did? Yeah. What did he uh, say? Uh, Rob, what was it? Uh, he was saying that uh, movies and TV are boring now because... So some people were trying to say it was cancel culture. Some people were trying to say he meant getting canceled, like literally on TV, like getting your show canceled. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. I'll pull it up. Yeah, hey, pull, pull it up. I, I'm, I'm curious as to what he has to say. Long and short of it was that people aren't taking enough risks, whether one thing or another. Whether no, they're we can't, not. We can't create and that shows and new TV innovative now. creative television yeah. because of it. And, and they're absolutely 100% correct. And, and Jesse, you and I talk about this all the time. The one guy who's actually able to do it and have some freedom on it is Glover. Like that. Right. He's the only one. Like, shit. The second season of Atlanta. It's <sighs> pretty sick. Bro. I, Atlanta's Amazing. one of our favorite shows. Did he win something for it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they won okay. all of the awards for Atlanta, and they have for the only two seasons they've been on. And look, it's him, Lakeith Stanfield. Like, dude, they do the weirdest shit on the planet. FX allows you to do that, but at a budget that is very small. And if it succeeds, then they pay you a shit ton of money. So that's the model that it should be. But it's the same. Uh, that guy, John Landgraf, who, who runs FX, has been there for fucking 25 years. So he put It's Always Sunny on. He put Atlanta on. He put all of those shows on that are our favorites. But he's the only guy that will let you take a risk. Louie, remember that Louie show we used to watch? Mm -hmm. um, he did all of that. And the guy is still there. So it's the same executive, which is extremely rare. Um, but he's right. That's the only one who's, who's taken risk because otherwise they're going to scrutinize every little last goddamn thing and say, we'll get them out of there. Like, there's not enough diversity. There's nobody in a wheelchair that's, uh, you know, you're operating your crane. You know, in the background, it's like, well, they're in a right. wheelchair. I can't really. It's a, it's like a yeah, but out. the point the point of that was that I want to hear from people that have something to lose. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. I want to hear from someone that actually, if they said something about it or spoke out about it, could lose like contracts or whatever. Like, I, I'm tired of hearing from old ass people that have already fucking made it or whatever. I mean. Glover is actually saying what I would say, right? Mm -hmm. But anyone in favor of this that has a fucking, you know, anything to lose or that is trying to do this job or, you know, grew up just now broke into the business and was wanted a Golden Globe or an Oscar or whatever, where are those people? They're getting boned just like everything else where we're hearing from all these old-ass doctors and old-ass grandmas that we got to stay home what about me? Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, and us in particular, and I know I, I went on a bit of a rant about this on, on uh, the Uncirked episode on Drinker Bros podcast on Patreon, because there I can go full ham and not have to worry about advertisers or whatever. But um, um, I had said, you know, there, there was a time where I was afraid to say shit to big agents and all that other stuff because you're holding on to this one dream or whatever that, that but that's how it goes and there are still people like that that right. are just hey i'll do what i gotta do whatever to just get on this right oh yeah yeah me me too for example really fucked a lot of girl actresses you know what i mean like oh yeah because that's how we would get stuff <laughs> Statist statistically uh, there's been a decrease in female 
Hang on. Hang it's very on. true. And look, uh, like well, this James, is James want to back that up real quick. Uh, you're saying you wish the Me Too movement wouldn't have happened. So more you could have gotten more roles or I'm just saying this. You're taking away <laughs> you're taking away the ability of the young person to hustle their way to where you fucking assholes are. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Me yeah. too. Let me too decide what I fucking want to do <laughs> to get the role, right? You don't speak for everyone, old ass, whatever her fucking name is. Who's the one with the broken leg and Nabibia or whatever the fuck? She, where is she? Oh, Sharon Stone. Yeah. Oh, no, no. no uh, uh, it's oh, a Judd. Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. Yes. Yeah. Ashley Judd. Yeah. You don't have to fucking worry about it anymore. Stop fucking it up <laughs> for the rest of us that want to decide what we want to do to get these roles. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up. You're old. You're done. You're not even getting parts anymore. Yeah. 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 Those, those aren't the people that need to speak for you. Uh, right? You heard it here first. James is, is uh, entirely against the Me Too movement altogether for uh, <laughs> actresses. <laughs> but you know I was, dude. <laughs> I know. I, look, whatever you did, you did. I'm, a, I'm against anything that makes people feel like a weak race or gender or anything. Like, I don't need your fucking help. Like, yeah. I'll yeah. go up to the hotel or not. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's your decision. And by the way, there's a lot of dudes who've done fucked up shit. You know, look at Kevin Spacey and, and whatever crew that he look, was with, like look. rolling out. So uh, it is what it is on, on both sides. But they've, they've now canceled themselves. And it, it, it's wild to see in real time. Because we've talked about this on this show for a year and a half. And there was a point where... You know, I had said some shit on a bunch of these shows where I knew I, I couldn't go back to traditional Hollywood anymore because they were just like, fuck. I remember getting those calls uh, 15, 16 from my agents and shit like that. And they were like, hey, man, you're hanging out with those fucking gun guys a lot with the coffee and shit. It, you know, that doesn't really fly out here. And I was like, well, those are my friends. So I don't really give a shit if you don't like it or whatever. And uh, uh, whatever happens, happens. Um, but I think... If you're worried about that, uh, then I am worried about comedy as a whole, and we are done here. Like, it, I might as well pivot into podcasts and books at that point because that's the only true freedom of speech left. And even then, you know, as you look at the YouTube numbers, eh, it's not that free. Um, it's uh, audio-wise, it is, but <laughs> not in this, this realm. Yeah, shit. Even talking to Malcolm Gladwell, like, it was an I don't like looking at people as victims whether it's race or gender or whatever, like I just don't, I don't like looking at them as this lower whatever that needs my help. Yeah, yeah. That's all. No, and I like, look. You I, don't. I mean, no, um, and, and, and I get it. But yeah, luckily, you know, that traditional Hollywood model has, has died. I mean, shit, I went scorched earth on a UTA agent the other day and like, and I, I, I called you that night after I sent that email. I think I, and I said, uh, I was like, dude, in real life, like, fuck, man, I wouldn't be able to have done that five or six years ago. Today, yes, fuck you. Um, I can go on air and talk about. I'll put his fucking email and name up on the goddamn thing today. I'm gonna send him a Zoom link. See if he wants to be on the show this afternoon. He can fucking chat about it. I know that motherfucker's gonna say no. He's a pussy. All of them are pussies. Um, and they hide right. behind this power. No, the power's been taken away. And we're now living in a creator economy where you create your own shit, make your own money, create your own podcast, you know, write your own books, do your own stuff. 
Um, you know, with that new deal from uh, Penguin, uh, Penguin bought up Random House, or I'm sorry, uh, Simon & Schuster. Now you're down to like four publishers. Congratulations. Uh, they're going to start giving you lower book offers and making you do X, Y, and Z. And if you're not writing what they want you to write, you're fucked. So you got to go out there and do it yourself and create your own stuff. And there's Patreon and crypto and a ton of fun things to do. And we might, I, that is not a joke earlier, we might create our own crypto coin. And I'm designing some new games for us to play on the crypto show. Uh, it's called the, the Biggest Mover. And I, every morning I wake up and I put $200 in whatever crypto has lost the most percentage that day. Because you know it's just going oh, right back yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, we've yeah. actually found a new crypto, the Yiffy token, which is actually bigger than Bitcoin and is currently at $75,000 a coin right now and has a 7,400% increase year over year. It appears really? to be a hedge fund. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't really understand it. None I, of us I, do. I, I understand it. Um, I understand it. But uh, if we can get yeah. in and do our own coin. I I actually do. <laughs> I actually do. So I sat down, I sat down with somebody and they, they went over like the benefits of Bitcoin versus Ethereum and everything else. And it, it made total sense. Um, I, I was able to, fuck, am I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say who it is, but um, uh, can I, I, had a, I had a connection to an athlete is all I'll say. And uh, they reached out about doing an NFT for him. And I said, hey, break this down for me and how this works and where it's sold and everything else. And, uh, uh, and it's Ethereum that, that's, that are the ones that are selling it. So Ethereum's actually, worth a little more probably on the back end than Bitcoin. Bitcoin was first, but Ethereum is going to catch up. I understand the NFTs. I understand that, that market now. It's essentially like, a, like Getty stock images like I would buy for a movie. Um, so, yes, I, 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 I understand all of it now. Um, and I also have some footage that I have that I would like to turn into an NFT that uh, is some of the most shocking shit of all time. Um, I have a crazy amount of Woodstock footage. Uh, it, it, whoever doesn't know the story of this, um, Woodstock. I forgot about that. That's, yeah. Uh, bro, I, I mean. Is this angry on fire Woodstock? This no, is, no, Ross this is, has like I legit have the 1969 footage. Woodstock footage. Oh, okay. So, Jesse, you, I think we were together during this because um, I think you had picked it up for me. Uh, once I had got it, like, actually digitized, digitized, and all that stuff. And you were yeah, kind of, and I think I edited the you, you clips did, yeah. either to music or something. Yeah, you, you did because we weren't sure what we were going to do with it. And uh, if you don't know the backstory of the original 1969 Woodstock, there were so many lawsuits after they broke down the gates and people died and all this other shit that the people who put it on were getting sued by like, fuck, it was like 146 lawsuits or something gnarly. So they were filming the entire thing and the goal was to put it out in, into theaters uh, because they had done it. Uh, a couple years previous with the Monterey Pop Fest, um, which is uh, obviously when, when Hendrix lit the guitar on fire during that, and it made a shit ton in the box office and then afterwards. So that's what they were going to do with, with Woodstock, was monetize it. Well, because of the lawsuits and these guys losing so much money and it was such a fucking disaster, Warner Brothers actually came in and, say, and said, we'll buy up all of your footage from Woodstock and get you out of all the lawsuits, and that was the trade-off. So it was the exact dollar of what they were being sued for, which is what they had. So unless you were there taking your own footage by yourself, it doesn't exist out there online. There's very, very few clips, and if you're going to buy it, you're actually going to buy it from Warner Brothers. Well, it's doing a movie, and uh, I needed some Woodstock footage because I couldn't afford the fucking Warner Brothers shit. And, uh, and a guy reached out um, who was 
friends with my aunt and uh yeah long story short they passed away i have the footage and uh i've i've got this fucking crazy like what is it probably eight to ten minutes worth of footage of inside not only inside woodstock but at that guy's farm and it's nuts um you edited it i mean it looks beautiful and it's almost surreal to see it was on eight millimeter and it's color um and, yeah, and uh, it's just stock footage of like different cars driving up with like the most amazing. I mean, you couldn't have art directed it better. It like, seems just it seems fa- like it seems fake. And I remember picking yeah, it up. Yeah. I remember picking it up from the photo lab and they were like because I you know, I didn't tell them what I was getting digitized from that eight millimeter film. And the guy looked at me and he was I mean, just pale as a ghost, and he goes, Hey man, is this like the like real Woodstock footage? And I go, Yeah, and he goes holy shit, man, do you know how much that's worth? And I was like, not really, but uh, I'll look into it. I know, I know how much the, the clips are worth. Like those five, six seconds clips were going for, uh, I think $8,000 a piece on Getty image. And you could only use it, license it for like one movie or something like that. I mean, it was fucking gnarly. Um, so yeah, I'm starting to understand that world better. And, and yeah, I'd, if we did a fucking stonks and crypto show, it'd be berserkers. I think everybody's getting into it now. Uh, Jay-Z got into it this morning. A lot of fucking money out of Jay-Z um, in there. And uh, he signed with an NFT company. Whew, it was a big boy total uh, that he put into that. So, it's yes, it's becoming real, and I, and I understand it. I understand it now. I didn't really get it at first. Um, the made-up coin thing, I don't really understand, like the, Do- the Dogecoin. But, yeah, uh, I'll but- ask the guys later if you understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think we should do our own coin is what I'm definitely saying. Um, I think that would be awesome and hilarious. And if you get it on one of these blockchains and you're able to put it up and out into the world, what's to stop you from doing it? Fuck it, James. Let's do right. it. Um, there was, this, I know there's a heavy Hollywood episode here, but uh, the, this James Franco thing was a, was a bit of a surprise yesterday. Yeah, what's going on with this? Uh, Seth Rogen did an interview. Um, with a magazine over in London, and he said that he has no plans to ever work with James Franco again. Um, so, what he, was the context? The context was uh, during his whole Me Too shit, because he is, you know, completely disappeared. And, and this this other article was talking about the rise and fall of James Franco. Um, what had happened was it was on one of their movies, and they're saying they're alleging. By the way, alleging I, I don't know about this, but they were alleging that Seth Rogen helped cover this up. And the actress that was in the center of this between Franco and the thing that Rogen was helping them cover up for this movie was uh, that Charlene Yee. Uh, You know, the Asian actress who's super funny. Yeah, it was a little stoner Asian from... uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, uh, What, knocked up. Like the weird friend that's like, oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think she was in like End of the World and uh, like a couple other movies. And what happened guys. with that? James she, Franco. She walked. She said, I want to quit the movie and I'm not happy with what happened with Franco. I don't know the situation, but uh, there was some money that changed hands, according to this article. Uh, and, and they asked her to finish out the movie and she obliged. I don't know what the settlement was or, or what the thing was, but Seth Rogen was in it as well, and uh, I don't know if they're digging and trying to, to, to figure out what it is, but she came out and made a statement on her own saying, yeah, Franco's fucked up and this other shit happened, and that's all I'll care to say about it. So, 
I, clearly it must be true, but, um, you know, what, what he's being sued for currently is holding these acting classes and then having sex scenes in the acting classes with girls mm-hmm. that are real, real sex scenes in these acting classes. Um, sure. So we all heard about those and I was saving up enough money, but I couldn't afford it. <laughs> But everybody knew that. <laughs> and it was all if you could get in the class and get a spot. I mean, dude, booked. <laughs> booked. Even after we found out. Because we're method. If you're method, then yeah. If you're not, then you don't take that class, right? That was the pitch, by the way. It was method acting dead serious. Look, bro, but do you remember... Because I took a couple classes, yes. many classes, yep. but in yep. Hollywood, yep. the line that w- that we all walked right up to or crossed in method acting, like, I, I don't even see that being that weird. Yeah. Like, even I, if I was in it, I would be like, yep. Uh, you know what I mean? That's what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, fuck that. It's, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing. I remember, um, when I got to, you know, I'm L- kind of joking about all of this, but go ahead. I'm not actually. I'll I'll I'll, I'll share my. I'm just experience. going real misogynistic on this episode, so I want to let everyone know. I'll sh- I'll share my experience on this. Um, when I got to Los Angeles, uh, and and you know, had gotten, uh, or was waiting to get an agent, trying to get an agent, all this other shit. Um, I knew that there was a, a really good acting teacher named Vincent Chase. Um, if yep. the, na- the name sounds familiar to you, um, that was uh, Mark Wahlberg's acting coach as well. And he ended up naming the character, the lead character in Entourage after him. Um, so hence the name Vincent Chase. He was a, an old acting teacher, older man, probably shit. By the time I was studying with him, he was probably s- late seventies. Was uh, he by the rock and Ralph? Exactly. Right there? He, was right, he was right above yeah. there. Yeah. Um, yep. And so he was, and he was a great teacher and like, look, there was a bunch of people that, that famous people that came in and out and, uh, uh, you sign up for this class and, he, you know, he just asked you to take it seriously or whatever. And he said, look, whatever your method is, whatever decide, you know, road you decide to go down, there is classes here for it. Uh, I'm not here for some of them, but other people are. And uh, and I was like, I, I asked somebody, I was like, what's the craziest class? And this one guy on Friday nights, at, it was either nine or 10 o'clock was doing shit like that. Yeah. You were doing like fucking nudity you know, I, I don't think sex was involved, but it got real goddamn close. And all those people had paid and volunteered to be there. So I don't know, man. You know, it's strange. But that back in the day, that's what method acting was. You know? Right. According yeah. to certain people. So uh, it's, it's, it's fucking strange. But I don't, I don't know that he recovers from this now. Um, especially if you have that connection between... Rogan or whatever, but if there's anybody who's going to bounce back and shoot their own weird shit, let's face it, it would probably be Franco, right? James Franco. Yeah, and I mean, it'll probably be too weird because he usually needs someone else to kind of ground him and legitimize him. Otherwise, I think he spins off the earth, right? As far as his bullshit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, he's a weird guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if he doesn't have anyone to check him or whatever, I don't know what this, what he would make or what it would be like, but I'm here for it. I guess. I, I don't, look, the other shit, 
I knew about him, seemed pretty fucking innocent, but I look, I wasn't there on set. The, the weird one is that girl. I mean, pull, pull up a picture of that girl, Bob. I, that's not one that you would be like, oh, yeah, I definitely want to have sex with her. Yeah. He didn't do anything we don't to, know he didn't do anything he to did. her. He didn't do anything to her. No, she was angry because there were allegations, and then uh, they were working on the movie. There were allegations like a year before that, and then they were working on this movie, and I believe it was a disaster artist. Uh, oh, and then shit. they okay. were on that and she was like, I'm uncomfortable working with him. And they're like, it's cool. He's changed or whatever. And then she heard more allegations like from women on set. They're like, he's being a fucking creep and shit. And then I think maybe more allegations came out from other places as well. And she was like, fuck this. I don't want to. I thought it was from the movie. first movie. I, okay. This makes more sense now. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't do anything did, to her in particular. God, yeah. Did God, they, God, did they let her know that she's safe? Doesn't need to. Yeah, put a put a picture up of yeah. her Bob on the screen, and she's safe. You know, she was safe from from all that. Problem. Like she doesn't need to be afraid. If she's making a stand for other women, that's fine. Yeah, if it's hot, but ass, I think she's in the clear. If it's hot ass Jesse Wiseman, then yeah, there's a fucking problem, dude. You know, but uh, if it's Charlene Yee, she's probably safe. Probably safe on. She's probably on the safe list on that one. Um, on the on the safe side. <laughs> this is also, by the way, <laughs> the woman who. Uh, the, she's uh she's had uh, uh some run-ins with famous people this is the woman who uh david cross went up to at a party and was like like i'm just gonna do what david cross did uh, not um but he like did like a horrible chinese impression to her he was like oh you chinese rah, rah, rah. and like just at a party like early on i think this was like when he was still on arrested development and yeah. the first just did a whole like ching chong rah, and like yeah, yeah, to yeah. her and she was like what the fuck and everyone was dying. They're like, that David, he's so crazy. Is it weird that I laughed at you doing that and you're not even David Cross? Um, yeah, he must have killed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if coming from David Cross would be that funny, but Bob doing it after the fact. Yeah. <sighs> no, dude, David Cross doing it. In 2021, yep. David Cross like doing it. it was probably so over the top that it was just like, oh, she's a funny comedian. She'd be cool with this. And then she was No, he didn't know her. It was just at a party, and he fucking, like, essentially did the social equivalent of, like, kicking the door down of this circle of people talking and was just like, Chinese. Oh, <laughs> man, that's funny. Like, Those were the days, like, you guys, when you could do shit like yeah, that, and it would yeah. kill. No, he's, he's raising awareness for that kind of action. Yeah, yeah. Now we have to stop all Asian hate because there's so much Asian hate. No one hates oh, Asian yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. one hates Asian people. Vancouver does. Apparently. Yeah. I guess. I No, it's the number one city of Asian hate crime is in Vancouver. What's the number one race of the people that are attacking them? Well, it's probably white in Vancouver. That's just my guess. Or is it other Asians? Or is it another race no. that I don't know about? I know it I know out here it's a uh black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is. Uh, just percentage wise i don't know what that means but it i've been is to vancouver I, yeah, I didn't see one black person there when i was in vancouver okay um a lot of white people but i yeah i i don't know i find it hard to believe but who knows i what they're going through in canada is the weirdest shit of all time i mean they're still masked up locked down oh they they're they're, they're a full communist country at this point full on it, i mean it is fucking gnarly what is going on there so legal weed though yeah, yeah, legal weed, and then your your housing prices are three million dollars a house, and you can own a bunch of Tim Hortons and still not afford to live. Um, but yeah, that's it, it's strange. 
I, I I saw that one video. I didn't know where it was from, so it was Vancouver, eh? Yeah. 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 Those tin bits, though. Yeah. I love me some tin bits. <laughs> it's a great. That was a great Canadian. James, you do a Canadian accent? Uh, no. Okay, great. Just, just checking, just checking pulse on that one, you know. I don't think so. It's a no. It's very no. specific. Yeah, uh, it's a little bit more of an aggressive Fargo. It is. It is a very yeah. aggressive Fargo. Um, the last story I want to want to chat about is this tiger this tiger story. Everybody keeps sending me uh, with the guy in Houston who was driving around. It, 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 cops are looking for him. Rolls out of his apartment uh, into his jeep with his tiger. It's a full fucking. Goddamn size mm-hmm. tiger. Well, the police are looking for him because he's also out on bail for murder. Correct. Yes. But the beauty of it is, not only sure. are you out on bail for murder, but you own this giant life-size tiger. And it was in a Jeep. It was in a Jeep Wrangler with him, um, which is awesome. Because that means you hold some real fucking power in this world, dude, if you feel confident enough to not only roll out in the street with a tiger, but then put it in a Jeep Wrangler and just fucking cruise. Yeah. I mean, do you have a, can you pull up a photo of this guy? It's in Houston, which is not a shock because mm-hmm. all of the tiger population. <laughs> this, this, there's also a, there was a cop that found it, I guess, in the street, pulled his gun on it and told the tiger to stand down. Yeah. He was like, no, <laughs> no, nope, stand down. He told the tiger to stand down. Um, this tiger looked at him like, I'm going to tear your face off because I'm a tiger. So I'm, I'm surprised well, the yeah. cop didn't shoot the tiger, but then I was thinking about the optics of it of like, then all tigers matter, and then the tigers would be protesting in the streets and all that other stuff. But uh, so I'm glad it didn't go down and it didn't take place. But show the tiger in the. There That's it is. the guy, and then obviously the this tiger. is the guy who's the baller here. And look at this fucking tiger, dude. I don't think I think this is a young tiger. Actually, it no. is. It's a young tiger. I, yeah, dude. It's the close not up, full size. The close up video of this thing, though. Fuck you, dude. But uh, like, this is tigers full grown tigers are like a thousand pounds. Yeah. This is not a full grown tiger. This is probably a five, no. six hundred pound yeah, yeah. tiger and still that's kind of still impressive. Yeah. yeah. But, still impressive. By the way, less than a mile from my mother in law's house. Oh, you keep saying boy. this. Who cares? I Ooh. care. I care, Bob. I care. How's Thank your, you. How yeah. Did you call her? It could I did. Her. I was like, Is there are you okay? And she was like, We're just not I can't even talk right now. It's just like she was pretty shaken up. We're going to <laughs> Listen, we're going down there this weekend. If you get got by a tiger in the streets of America, like so be it. Like, yeah, it it happens. That's on you. But I I want to say so. I like I'm familiar with the neighborhood. Is it a nice neighborhood? It's a nice neighborhood. (laughs) But here's the fucking thing. It's not so nice that the homes have room for a tiger. No, like this tiger is living in a home office. So most of these tigers that these people are keeping as pets and things like that, the majority of them are in apartments. They're keeping these fucking things in apartments. And I'm like, and then there, something will happen and the police are, you know, the neighbor will complain eventually. Well, and then the police come and they're boom, a fucking full grown tiger jumps out the goddamn door and you're, you're losing your shit. It's legal to own a tiger in the state of Texas. As long as you check with your local sheriff. Correct. Yes. Correct. So. Oh, you know what I just saw? Have you guys seen um, Tiger King? Oh, boy. Uh, you hear boy, this? James. You hear this? Yeah. You guys, can you imagine if someone was like, you know what I just saw? <laughs> like today. <laughs> we wouldn't Have be friends. Have you seen this? Yeah, yeah, be, exactly. I, you couldn't I, be friends. No, I said that to somebody else the other day. I was like, yeah, I was like, do you not really know, not know what that thing was? And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, that's cool. We, we, saved me a friendship. We've had yeah, guests yeah. on the show bring it up, and I'm like, cut it. 
Yep. He's gone. Cut, cut the it. episode. Cut the episode. Anybody talks about Tiger King anymore, I'm like, cut the episode. I'm all done here. Uh, no. If you're just getting around to this, uh, once you get around to that moon landing too, bud, uh, you know, you're all good in my book. I don't need to fucking yeah. know anything about your life or, or we would never be friends. Well, you know, I'll, I'll never invite you over to anything or, or hang out in real life or none of that yeah. stuff. So yeah. we're all done. We're all done. And uh, Jabes, you and I are done with this episode. Um, this was oh. great today. This is great. Um, you look better than Ezra. I don't know how you're doing this on Zoom. Like, Thank you. I look terrible. You look amazing. It is really, really crazy. Um, Not true. I don't get it. I feel like you're giving yourself better lighting than you give me when I'm there. Like, I don't know what the fucking deal is. Oh, she does. It's intentional. Or- Giorgio! She, How dare she, you? She keeps getting hotter. She gets older. I'm uh, maybe it's me who's just uh, you know, living at the Hyatt house downtown, uh, using my Doctor Squatch soap, and uh, you know, I'm relegated to s- shitty seltzers because mine haven't passed the FDA yet. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Uh, hopefully, I'll snap back to life. I need some sun. I need some fucking sun, Chaves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This weekend. <sighs> I hope. I hope so. I don't. Yeah. We'll see. Is it sunny? Is it sunny there? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you and I will be together uh, for Tuesday's show in North Carolina. And I knock on wood. I think this will be our last like shows on Zoom and shit because again, the house is supposed to be done June first. So it. Sorry, appears... we're going to be together on the Thursday show, right? Yes. 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 Thursday uh, and then next Tuesday. I don't know. Oh, that's right. You're coming back out, but you're, I think you're coming out for a few days to do the final touches or whatever on the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, either way, I'm looking forward to not having these Zoom shows anymore or ever again. I'd always prefer not to be on Zoom for all this shit, you know? Right. It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird vibe, you know? You're in a bedroom. How do we explain that to people, you know? Because then people what? are going to be like, oh, do they fuck in that bed? It's like, no, we don't have sex in that bed. I don't even know which, which bedroom that is. Yeah, exactly. Is that uh, is that Granny D's bedroom? Is that what she's yeah. saying? Oh, it is. All right. Granny D's bedroom. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I'm sure it's nice to not have a lady in the office. You know what I mean? No, no, it's not actually. Uh, you boys fucking love it, no, dude. We don't. You leave us to our own devices, and we start coming up with our own fucking crypto, and that's what we're gonna do today. The majority well, of our day is gonna be just trying to invent our own crypto. Uh, hopefully the majority of your day will be going to iTunes and rating the show five star and leaving a quick review. It's the only thing that helps us. We're almost at 1600 reviews on iTunes. Do it. Just go there and do it. It's all that helps us. Otherwise, you know, I could be fucking riding around in a Jeep Wrangler in Houston with a, with a tiger hanging out of the back of my car, just waiting to, to go on trial for murder, you know, or, Ugh. That'd be a dream. Or you could leave a review on iTunes and, and, and help out the show so I don't have to relegate myself to a life of, uh, of a tiger and a Jeep Wrangler. Bob's mother-in-law is so lucky, though, to have that happen right down the street. Do you know what I mean? Premium oh, content. Are you really going dream. down there? No. Oh, you're not? Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, these guys are going to Houston this weekend. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, like, we're, we're tired of traveling. Okay. Watch, we're seeing another tiger this weekend. Yeah, yeah you are. A zoo tiger. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are going to UFC 262. Uh, what, what we can do, I tell you what, man, take, take a camera down there and go and look for that tiger. If you get footage of the tiger, we'll give you a $500 reward to put it on the show. I just, I want to, it's out there. They haven't caught the tiger yet. 
They have not caught the tiger. Oh, they're on their way to Mexico for sure. No, no, no. Yeah, I by that the, time, it's like talking about Tiger King. Yeah. No, no, no. I think the guy got caught, but I believe the tiger is still missing. He let the tiger out on the side of the road? We didn't have a choice. Uh, Smart. Fuck, let me check. I but, think yeah, personally he's this. just fucking the tiger. Oh, Jesus no. Christ. Wow. Wow. No, wow. Bob. No, Bob. This dude for sure Bob. is a drug wow. dealer. Who is just, he probably murdered a rival drug dealer. And to prevent people co- from coming to murder him at his doorstep, he has a tiger at his, uh, his house. That sounds they more did, plausible. Okay, so me, they yes. did get him, yeah. Victor Hugo Cuevas. Uh, <laughs> Was he, that his name? Yeah, Victor Hugo Cuevas. That's a dope ass Cuevas. name, dude. He also doesn't own the tiger. Ah, renting it? Renting a tiger. It's a nine month old tiger. Okay. Its name is India. Do you ever truly own mm. a tiger? No, you fucking don't. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't see Victor Hugo. Yeah, the tigers. Cuevas the tigers renting a tiger for protection. Its whereabouts have not have not been disclosed. That's what I'm saying. So that, I think know where the tiger is. I think he probably dropped it off somewhere. Well, I so I saw footage on the news last night of this of the cop and the tiger in the neighborhood, right? And then the fucking tiger took off, and the cop refused to shoot it. Obviously, in the, in the time we're living in, it was probably a smart move um, because there would have been protests for PETA and all that other shit. And they were like, why did you trank it? Why did you trank the tiger? And I was like, dude, officers have a stun gun and, and a gun, but not like tranquilizers. Man, if you, all right, I will do this. If you guys can get footage of that tiger, just go out in the streets and look for it. We'll give you a $500 reward to put on the show. I mean, there's so many goddamn tigers in Houston and Louisiana. I want to see we Bob's neighbor. Tiger. Bob we can, get can, any Bob tiger. can confirm it because he knows the area. So. There's more tigers locked up in cages in the state of Texas and Louisiana than there are in the wild. I want this one. So I want this tiger, dude. So Sorry. we just go to a gas station. It's yeah. probably there. Figure it out. Either way, it's a $500 reward if you guys can bring back some tiger footage. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Jesse. I also want I just want to uh, address, you know, Bob, Bob's been pretty. Uh, so he's got something on the brain, right? He started the episode with gaping winking buttholes mm-hmm. and then we go into a tiger story he's like he's probably fucking the tiger so look bob <laughs> i get it it's gonna get worse yeah it's gonna get worse it's, it's gonna so get long. worse yeah it's, it's gonna get worse bob it's gonna get worse before it gets better yeah. but godspeed my friend godspeed bob godspeed bob thank you i'm not gonna judge you for fucking a tiger uh we don't kink shame here and uh you know whatever you do in your private time is your own time okay so do what you need to do. Do what you need to do, okay? $500 reward for the Tiger if we guys can get footage in Houston this weekend. Uh, Jabes, I'll see you on Tuesday. Uh, no, Thursday. Sorry, getting on a flight tomorrow morning at like uh, 6 a.m. So that'll be fun for me. I'll, uh, you and I will be together side by side, probably side by side type of thing. All for the those show days on, were messed up. On Thursday. But yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm barely a, okay. alive anymore. So I love you. Uh, it's been a great show. Thank you for watching. And, and as always, subscribe on YouTube if you're listening to the audio show and vice versa. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the audio show. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution J-Fire. Good afternoon.